Yo, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's Ernst Wellman, Hans Kiernan, with podcast number two on Generation Z. And on today's episode, we're going to talk more about the problems facing this new generation, mm-hmm. and especially on like social media and advertisements and other things. So the first question uh, that we ask our viewer, we're going to ask our viewers right. today is... we have is, a number of questions. Yeah, of course, of, of course. course. Uh, what makes a great ad? And personally for me, a great ad is something that you're going to remember. You know, it's not just about... Like putting, like you know, people put a lot of money into ads, but it's something that you're gonna remember. It could be funny, it could be awful. Right. But if it lingers around in someone's mind, uh, I definitely think it's gonna have a good effect. Right. Anything to add to that? Oh, you know, I think ads should be something that appeals to the audience and uh, brings attention to the product. Mm-hmm. And definitely with this generation, memes have become a big thing. Right. Especially right. like trying to sell uh, certain um, merchandise mm-hmm. and other things, and um, yeah. Uh, we have a caller? We have a caller, wow. wow. Uh, Matthew from Focusville, how are you? Hey guys, what's going on? It's a pleasure to be on the show uh, once again. So, what, what's the question we're talking about here? Uh, what makes a great ad in your opinion? So, for me what makes a great ad is it's something, it's something that sticks in someone's mind. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I believe that's the basis of all good advertising and advertisements. Is Great points. Great some, points. Something that'll stick in the minds of the people that read it. Uh-huh. Now, whether that could be something that is more serious and straightforward that can appeal towards the older generations that like everything more, you know, cut and dry, straightforward, and straightforward, or it could be, so, or it could be something that's more, more humorous for. For the younger audiences, like right. memes, memes. Correct. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, of course. Like uh, I know memes have been a great advertising source, um, especially like on Instagram. They always are yeah. advertising mm-hmm. with those kinds of things to. It, it catches the attention of the younger people, and they can even catch the attention of some of some like middle generation people that haven't grown up with memes, but mm-hmm. it catches their eye because they're starting to get more interested to it because maybe they have children that also like that, so they're trying to. You know, get in there. So I really think it could be a double-edged sword because it can deter older people. Yeah, it definitely can. I think uh, affect older people because you know they didn't grow up with it and right. other things. Um, yeah. All right, we're I, gonna go to uh, question number two. Okay. Okay. So yeah, Matthew from Pennsylvania is uh, cut off. Yeah. Um, so about split identities uh, across platforms. So I think what that means is more about how. On one, like on platforms such as social media, you're one way. Like, but in reality, you're a whole different person. Right. Um, yeah. Anything to add to that? You think? Uh no. You know, I pretty much agree with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a another caller, in from East Indonesia, uh, Michael McMahon. Anything to say about split uh, platform, like identities over platforms? Um, I see people use different identities, such as, like, on Instagram, they use, like, Finsta's accounts, and it shows, like, different identities that they don't want to show on, like, the regular Instagram account, and it just shows their other sides. Yeah, I definitely think people will want to appear more popular and think their life's more cool online. Do you do that, Hans? Personally, I don't really care, but, Mm. mm, man, no, I mean, like, it doesn't really matter that much, but to some people... They're more superficial, and they want to seem cooler, get more followers, like Corey right. Bruner. Of course. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Any, any opinions there? No, yeah. I think you had it spot on. Of course. We're getting opinions. Um, 
And oh, we have another caller on the line, Matthew Cachese from Foglesville again. Hello, Matthew. How are you doing for the second hey guys, time today? You know, I love being on this show and mm-hmm. talking to you guys. Clearly. You know, I got nothing else to do with my life, so this yeah, is the best part of my day. Obviously. So, um, yeah, so the, the dual personalities on social media, I think people in this world today are really living two lives. Um, there's people that they post things on their social media because mm-hmm. they want the people that don't know them that well to uh, think they're, so, they're, they're this great something that's else. Tr- very good point. Whereas in reality, you know, there's the potato. <laughs> yeah, I see that a lot from kids like Aiden Cullen, you know, trying to seem cooler when they go to Ocean City. But yeah, anyways. Uh, oh, we're getting a little off topic. Yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry. Just personal vendettas. Anyway. Potatoes. I don't really know. Okay, that yeah. That's, that's All right, irrelevant. We're going to cut them off. So, our next question, and something I'm not really an expert in, is cost marketing. And we're going to take special analyst Andrew Harder to uh, tell us a little bit more about that. Andrew, are you there? Yes, I'm here, guys. So, cost marketing, uh, the best definition is it refers to the two related uh, but slightly different forms of marketing. And the first one you can say it involves collaborative effort between a for-profit brand and a non-profit organization, uh, but for mutual benefit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the term also <clears throat> can be used in more general sense, referring to marketing programs for for-profit brands based around the social charitable cause. So it's it's really nice because for-profit brands, both the for-profit and the non-profit organization. They get to organize their companies and they get to showcase what what they're about with gaining the for-profit brand, obviously gaining money, but mm-hmm. the charitable cause also benefiting by getting money for their charitable causes. Wow, okay. a lot of wow. insightful knowledge there from you, That was Andrew. absolutely 100% genius. So now we're going to go to uh, our, our next question. Next question, final question. Is, what are the top three platforms where you watch videos? You watch TV, or like you watch online videos. No right or wrong answer for this. Yeah, one. I mean personally for me, I think it comes down to like YouTube, Instagram, in like occasional TV. You know, big sports guy. Anything right. for you? Uh, you know, I like to uh, see my my sports from uh, ESPN. Yeah, great source. Yeah, great you have source. to. Uh, I use Snapchat. Uh, look at Instagram sometimes. Yeah, um, I think we have a call online. Aiden Colin from Phoenixville. What are the top, um, you know, platforms that you use for videos? Um, you know, I watch YouTube a lot, and hmm. um, yeah, I find it to be um, a quite informative place. I learn my <laughs> news um, on YouTube. Yeah, on YouTube. interesting. Yeah, never really heard of that before. That's yeah. different. And, uh, um, yeah, well, you offer us and well, uh, yeah, I also. Um, I was getting my news from Instagram, too. Mm, yeah, I definitely yeah. think a lot of kids today are using Instagram as the main source. I don't feel like many people under, like, age 15, they're not, not many have Twitter, so it's kind of Instagram's, like, the main uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. news hub, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Um, we do we do have another caller. Thank you for your time, Aiden. Yeah, it was okay. No Hope to see you uh, soon. Yeah. And we have another caller again for the third time today. Matthew Cachese from Fogelsville. We're blocking Matthew, what do you want? What do you have to say? Hey guys, thanks for having me on the show. It's great to be here. Um, yeah, I'm really, really, really 100% gonna have to disagree with this Aiden Cullen guy who just called. Um, 
Really? Really, I think that's that's a really naive way of living your life because YouTube is so full of crap. The false information that is on there really makes me mad. Yeah, definitely. Uh... Wow. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm gonna have to say that's, about that. What, what do you what do you fa- what do you favor personally? What do you favor personally? Um, personally, I, uh, I prefer to get my news, um, I think Snapchat is, they have, they have news stories on there. I think that can be an okay source, you know, there is some false news on there, but. Yeah, I mean, like, uh. I, I think the best source of news is from research on websites, and I think you have to use multiple websites if you're researching a topic, because, you know, news, uh, news stations on TV, they can be biased, and. Even some websites can, so you have to really be careful on what uh, what sources that you use. Wow, I definitely think that's very insightful insightful for me, Matthew. Thanks for having me on the All show, right, guys. It's always a, it's no, always a pleasure cutting, to be here. Don't no, hey, don't cut me out. I'm your biggest uh, caller here, losing, so thank you for everything um, you. everything you guys do for me and thank giving you, yeah. me giving me a purpose in life because oh, I'm a potato. Wow, <laughs> that means a lot. You know, I started this Ow. about two weeks ago, and it's really been the center of my life ever since. So thank you, and. That seems to be all we have for today. Anything to add? Any final comments? You know, I, I just thought all of our co- uh, all of our callers today had very insightful opinions. Yeah. And I thought yeah. it was a great that second podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Have a great day. Thanks.